Today's episode contains some material and language that might not be suitable for everyone. Discretion is advised. Welcome to the Plum Forest Podcast, where we give you modernized versions of classical Chinese fables and short stories. Just like every other episode, please make sure to hit that like, follow, and subscribe button, or even leave a comment because it lets me know that you're listening, and I like that. Today, we got a great episode for you guys. Sorry about the delay in this week's episode coming out, but you know, sometimes stuff comes up, and this stuff for me was really important. But everyone has been super supportive of my schooling, so that's always great to hear. But don't worry, we're back. Today's episode is actually one of the fables that a lot of parents tell their children in Chinese-speaking countries. Kind of like the boy you cried wolf, but then it's not even close to that kind of story. It's about a boy who just wants to do things that he can't, so he sure as hell is gonna try. I don't want to give away too much of the story, so we'll talk about that after we listen to the story. This story is a classic that, like I said, is told by parents to their kids. The original of this story is called which literally translates to that which you want can't be gotten. That might be pretty interesting to think about before we hear the story, but this is just a story many parents would tell their kids about trying for the impossible. You know, like reaching for the stars. And I know people want their kids to reach for the stars, but let's make sure they know how to build that ladder to reach for those stars. Well, on that note, let's jump into today's episode, The Impossible Dream. In the early 1990s, there was a young boy named Ben who had just had his fourth birthday. And we all know that age when little kids are starting to get into bigger trouble, but they're even more known for starting to put two and two together and to try and get answers to questions that they might have. This type of problem solving is so much fun for parents to watch. I'm being pretty sarcastic. But sometimes it can get little kids into trouble and every parent knows this situation all too well. Like one of my earliest memories was solving the problem of what I could whack my brother with while he was sleeping, and I thought a soup ladle was ideal. But that's another story. But let's get back to Ben. Ben was a curious little boy. He would often ask his mother or their nanny all sorts of questions, and the mother loved all these questions, but after a while, she couldn't answer half of them. So, knowing that he had just turned four, she had decided to enroll Ben in the local preschool near their home. One day, she came up to him and asked him a couple questions. Hey, Benny. What you doing? Oh, you know, just making a spaceship. A spaceship, huh? Well, don't go traveling off into space just yet. You do have school next week. School? Wow, but I thought you said had to be five to go to big school. Yeah, it, it's not the big kid's school. It, this is actually called preschool. And it's where you can go make friends and you get to meet a new teacher. A teacher, huh? Is it okay if I ask this new teacher questions? Yeah, absolutely. Teachers are there to answer your questions, so be sure to ask any question you have. They'll tell you all the answers. That sounds so cool! I'm gonna start thinking of some questions to ask my teacher. <laughs> well, don't get too carried away, okay? We need to share the questions with your classmates, right? Oh yeah, sharing? I know how to do that. 
Oh, yes, you do, my little dumpling. Little Benny continued playing with the spaceship, but he was so excited to start school the next week. Every day he would ask his mom, Is today the day I get to go to school? And the mom would always have to reply with, Well, not today, but soon, though. When that Monday finally rolled around, he jumped out of bed and ran through the house to find his mom. Mom, mom, is today the day I get to go to school? It sure is. Are you excited? You bet your sweet buns I am. (laughs) Where'd you learn that phrase? TV, of course. Oh boy, well, looks like we're gonna have to lose TV privileges. What? Ben barked because he loved TV, but he complied as it was his first day of preschool and he could not control himself. Just as they were leaving the house, the mom took Ben by the hand and walked him to school. After just a few blocks, she dropped him off at the school and the teacher came over to them as she was saying goodbye. Hey there, my name is Mrs. Stewart and I'm going to be your teacher. What's your name? Hi! My name is Ben. I hear you can answer my question I have. Well, maybe not every question, but I'll at least try to give you a good answer. Well, good, because I've been thinking for a while that I got some good questions. The teacher smiled with a smirk, and the mother started saying her goodbyes to him. Oh, my big boy Ben. My little Benny boy, be good. Remember to share, and what do we say to be polite? Please, and thank you. There we go. You have a great day, and Lucy's actually going to pick you up because I have work, okay? Ben turned around to his new teacher and said, Oh, Mrs. Stewart, you get to meet Lucy. She's my nanny, and she's like the nicest person I know. Oh, I'm excited to meet her then. Mrs. Stewart and Ben waved goodbye, and Ben blew her a big goodbye kiss. The mom pretended to catch it and put it in her pocket as she left. Classes started and Ben was loving every minute of school. He learned all sorts of new things and was making new friends left and right. Before he knew it, it was lunchtime and they were outside in the field when he saw a bird flying to its nest on a nearby tree. Hey, Mrs. Stewart, you ready for a question? I'm always ready. What do you got for me? What is that thing in the air? Well, that looks like a bird. An oriole, actually. And that bird just flies around everywhere and sings songs for all the people to listen to and enjoy. That bird sings like Gwen Stefani in No Doubt? No Doubt? Wait, how do you know? Yeah, like Gwen Stefani. That's so cool. Can I do that? Sing? Of course he can. No, 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 not sing. I want to fly! Well, that might be a little tough. You see, birds have wings and humans don't, so we can't really fly unless we go in an airplane. Airplanes have wings too, but I went to my grandma's one time. She told me a story about a spirit with wings that could fly. I'll just grow some wings, then I can fly. If your grandma said so, maybe you can try and grow some so you can fly, but most people can't. Don't be silly. My mom says my grandma is a kook, but maybe. The bell rang and they went back to their class where they finished the day and Ben was having the most fun he had had in a long, long, long time. 
When the end of the day finally rolled around, he gathered his things and his nanny Lucy was outside waiting for him. Hey, Mrs. Stewart, do you remember this morning when I said that my nanny is the nicest person ever? Yeah, why? She's right there. He pointed over to the lady standing and waving at Ben. Oh, wow, she does look nice. You have no idea, Mrs. Stewart. She gave me a bowl of ice cream with not one, not two, but three scoops. We had to keep it secret, though. Oh, well, don't worry. I'll keep your secret, then. Awesome, Mrs. Stewart. You're pretty cool, too. If you play your cards right, we could be good friends. The teacher laughed and said, I look forward to it, Ben. And I will see you tomorrow, Mrs. Stewart. Ben waved goodbye as he ran over to Lucy. Lucy! Oh my god! We have so much to talk about! I am so glad to hear that. We can talk about it on our way home. How about we stop at the park and play for a little bit? Uh, Lucy! You know you didn't have to ask me that silly question. I love the park! Let's go! The two left the school and started walking over to the park, and on the way, Ben told Lucy all the stories of what had happened during that day. Just as they arrived at the park, Ben made a beeline straight to the jungle gym while his nanny sat on the nearby bench and watched as he played. After a little while, he climbed up to the top level of the jungle gym and screamed over to Lucy. Hey Lucy! I made it up here all the way, on my own, because they don't call me Big Ben for nothing. Guess what I'm going to do now? I'm going to fly like a bird. <gasps> oh, shit. Lucy thought to herself. Just as he jumped off the structure, flapping his wings to fly, Lucy rushed over to the jungle gym, but the damage was already done, and he jumped off and landed in the bark dust while flapping his wings as fast as he possibly could. Lucy rushed over to Ben on the ground, and she inspected him, but found nothing broken and just a few scratches. Are you all right, Ben? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm gonna try again. Oh, no, you are not, Ben. Oh, yes, I am, Miss Lucy. I can't fly on the ground, so I need to go up there and try to fly from higher ground. Planes don't fly on the ground. They fly in the air, you silly goose. Planes? What are you talking about? I'm trying to fly, duh. Not today. We gotta head home. It's almost dinner time and your mom got Popeyes for dinner. Oh, yeah! I love Popeyes! You think she's got some extra beans and rice? You think this is the first time your mom got you Popeyes? She knows to get extra beans and rice. Side note, anyone from Popeyes, if you're listening to this story, we at the Plum Forest Podcast are very, very, very open to having you as a sponsor. Please get in touch with us, and now back to the story. The two of them brushed the bark dust off Ben, and they began on their journey home. As they arrived home, Mom was just getting out of her car with the Popeyes in hand. Oh yeah! Beans and rice! The best fried chicken around! Hey honey, go inside and wash up. I'll be in with the chi- What? What's that on your arm? The mom pointed to the scrape on his arm and looked over at Lucy with a glare. He thought he could fly and jumped off the jungle gym. He looks fine with just a few scrapes. He didn't even cry. Of course I didn't cry! I'm a big boy! I know you are, sweetie, but why would you jump off the jungle gym? Cause I want to fly like a bird. Lucy rolled her eyes and the mom looked at Lucy with a bewildered look. 
fly like a bird? Benny, you're a boy, not a bird with wings. You have to have wings in order to fly. Well, I learned that the hard way, Mom. The mom looked over to Lucy again and said, Well, boys will be boys, as they say. Go inside and wash your hands and we can just have dinner. We're gonna eat Popeyes! Not dinner, Mom! Popeyes! Ben headed in and washed up while his mother and Lucy followed behind. They enjoyed their Popeyes and went about their evening where Ben told his mom about all the new people and all the new things he learned at school that day. The next day rolled around and Lucy dropped him off at preschool once again. Just like the day before, he was loving it and he had a blast being with Mrs. Stewart and all of his new friends. Before he knew it, it was lunchtime again and all the kids went outside to play for recess. Ben decided it was a good idea to start exploring this new play area at his school, and after a short venture around, he discovered a pond with a whole bunch of goldfish swimming around. He watched the goldfish swim and had never seen this many, or this big of goldfish, in all of his life, and it was like a trance to watch these fish swim around the pond. The bell rang and all the students, including Ben, headed back into the classroom where he walked over to Mrs. Stewart and struck up a conversation. Oh, hi there, Mrs. Stewart. Hey, Ben, how was your recess? Well, I went on an exploration where I found a pond with all these goldfish. Oh, yeah, the goldfish pond is really pretty. Oh, I know it's pretty, Mrs. Stewart, and there was a guy feeding them these pallets that smelled like my cat's poo. A guy? Cat poop? Yeah, a man with a big beard and a rake. Oh, Mr. Stanley. He's the gardener, and he takes care of the fish in the field to make sure everything's okay. Yeah, him. He was super nice, and he even let me feed that fish some of that cat poo stuff. That's fish food, not cat poop. You say fish food, I say cat poop. Anyways, as he was feeding them, the fish looked so happy, and they would just swim around shaking their fins and tails. Just looked so happy. I wish I could be a fish. Well, you're a boy, not a fish. You can learn to swim, but we have some stuff we gotta do as a class, so let's head over to the reading area, and we'll talk about this later, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The two headed over to the reading area where Mrs. Stewart began reading a story to the class. As she read this story, all Ben could think of was how free and happy those fish looked. And after a few minutes, he raised his hand. Ben, do you have any question? Can I go to the potty? Yeah, go ahead. Thanks for asking. You got it, Mrs. Stewart. Ben got out of his crisscross applesauce sitting style and headed out the door. Right when he closed the classroom door, he looked around and headed back out to check this pond out once again. He meandered out to the pond unnoticed and stood there at the edge of the pond and continued to get down to his birthday suit and readied himself to jump into the pond when he heard a voice behind him say, Whoa, 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 Mr. Skinny Dipper. What do you think you're doing? I'm gonna be a fish. Oi, little one. These fishes are for watching, not for catching. We should just let them be and not mess with them. I'm not going to catch them, you silly goose. I'm going to become one. You going to be a fish? <laughs> I can't deal with this today. 
The gardener knew that the pond was only a few inches deep, so he didn't think much of this naked boy wanting to become a fish, and he decided to just continue his gardening duties. As the gardener turned his back, Ben put his foot in the water, followed by his other foot. Before long, Ben was now standing in the pond and began talking to the fish. Hey, fishy fishies. I'm now one of you guys. Can you guys show me how to swim like you guys do? All the goldfish swam to the other side of the pond as they were frightened of his butt-naked kid trying to splash around in the pond. Oh, come back! Show me how to be like you guys. You guys look so happy. I just want to be like you guys! The fish all stayed cleared of him as he waded around in the six-inch deep pond. Ben chased the fish for some time, but they were always just out of his reach. After some time, Mrs. Stewart finished her book and began to realize that Ben was missing. She asked a few classmates if they knew where he was or when he came back, but none of them had any idea where he could be. As she asked the third student, she looked out the window and saw this little naked boy splashing around in the pond chasing after the goldfish. Oh, Lord. Mrs. Stewart rushed out to see him naked in the pond and stood there at the edge and then asked him, Ben, what are you doing there naked in the pond? I thought you were going to the bathroom. No, that bathroom thing was a lie. Well, not all the way a lie. I peed over in that corner of the pond, but I want to be like a fish. So I got out of the, my human clothes, jumped in here to swim like them. You lied, Ben. Get out of the pond right now and put your clothes back on. We have to finish our schoolwork for today. Get out and let's go back to the class. Why? I don't want to. I want to be a fish like I told you earlier. I hate books. I hate writing. Our class is alright. But I hate all that other stupid school stuff. I don't care how, about how many apples Jimmy and Susie had. If we put all the apples in the bunch together, I want to be a fish. So I'm going to stay here and swim with my fish brother and sisters until I can be one of them. Ben, get out of the pond. Let's go. I'm going to stop being nice, Mrs. Stewart, and I'm going to start being mean, Mrs. Stewart. And we don't want that now, do we? Well, no, we don't want to see mean, Mrs. Stewart. But I don't care. I want to be a fish. And my mommy said that if you could teach me anything... So how about you don't teach me about those silly stories and teach me how to become a fish? Oh, Ben, I can't teach you to be a fish. You need to get out right now and come with me back to class. Ben reluctantly got out of the pond and put on his clothes as they headed back into the classroom. He finished that day like he had a broken heart. But he went on, and soon Lucy picked him up again and took him home where he explained what had happened on their walk home and what took place with the pond at that school. You wanted to become a fish? Well, duh, so I couldn't wear my clothes and I tried to join them? Oh, Ben, Mom's not going to be happy. Well, of course not. No one will be happy tonight because we don't have Popeyes for dinner again. Again, Popeye's people, you got a great potential sponsor in the Plum Forest podcast. Back to the story. Lucy returned home with Ben and told his mother what had happened that day. 
Ben's mom decided that she wanted to get some fresh air and try to talk to him, so that night, her and Lucy took Ben out to the nearby lake and tried to just clear his mind. Well, maybe not his mind, maybe all their minds, they all kind of needed it. When they finally arrived at the lake and walked around for a little bit, Ben noticed that the moon was huge and was rippling in the lake. Hey, Mom. What's up, Ben? The moon is in the lake now. Like, look, it's changing. I want a moon like that. What kind of white ball is the moon? Oh, uh, it's not in the lake, honey. It's called a reflection. And the moon is actually made of rock. Well, what kind of rock is it that can be in the sky and the lake at the same time? The mom had a perplexed look on her face, and after all that had happened that day, she was not having all these silly little kid questions like she usually does. Ben then waited for Lucy and his mom to go a little bit farther forward without realizing that he had started lagging behind. He then began walking into the lake. What the fuck, Ben? What are you doing? Lucy screamed at him. Ben, get out of the water! Ben wasn't listening and waded deeper and deeper into the lake, trying to reach this reflection of the moon in the lake but it was always just out of his reach. Ben's mother jumped into the lake and grabbed him out and carried him home in soaking wet clothes. As the days went by after this, many neighbors began to gossip, you know, just like neighbors do, about the stories of him becoming a fish and a bird and reaching out for the moon when one neighbor was talking one day and said, Ben is such a cute little boy, but he's like everyone else in this world. Everyone is never satisfied with what they can do, but always striving and desiring for the things they can't do. This little boy is just like a lot of people in this world. Oh man, that was a silly story with that little kid. It's great because I'm in school to become an elementary school teacher and when I wrote this story, I kept thinking of some kids doing this to me and couldn't help but laugh. Come on, it's kind of funny, right? I also love this kid's ambition and desire to do better, which as a potential teacher, this is amazing. But let's try and not have them jumping into a pond with fish butt naked or jumping off the jungle gym trying to fly. Kids will be kids though. I also thought this was so much fun to write because of the gardener who was actually in the original story and all I could think of was that groundskeeper Willie's meme where he says he doesn't care. You know, the Willie hears you, Willie doesn't care. I like that meme, that's pretty funny. I love The Simpsons and I'm so glad I could include that, but we kind of put our twist on it just like we do with everything. I also wanted to say that the name of the teacher, Mrs. Stewart, is the name of one of the best teachers I've ever had. Hope you're staying safe, Miss Stewart. Well, I bet you have some questions, so be sure to head over to the Plum Forest Podcast Reddit to ask any questions you may have. I know some of you guys have a question about this silly story and that little kid. Oh yeah, I can't forget to say again that if anyone from Popeyes hears this story, I am very, very, very open to a sponsorship from you guys. Please contact us, Popeyes. All of our voices today were done by a whole bunch of great people. Thanks, everyone. Murphy K. did an amazing job on the voice of the mom. Enrique did a great job with the voice of the neighbor at the end of the episode. 
Sen and Jay did a great job on the voice of the nanny, and she also has set up a bitchin' ass Etsy site, so be sure to give her some love on there. She makes some sweet masks. Anthony Brown did an absolutely awesome job with The Gardener, and he also has a podcast where he helps empowering people. I felt like I could conquer the world after listening to one of his podcasts, and it's called The Power of One. Anna Regina killed it on the voice of the teacher, and her voice is amazing. She also has a super cool podcast called Burping It Out Podcast, where she talks about all sorts of stuff. And finally, Josh did a spectacular job on the voice of Ben. He gave this role the pizzazz that made it perfect. And he's also on a podcast called Drinks with Josh, where they review drinks of all sorts, and it is absolutely hilarious. I could not stop laughing when I listened the other day. They were doing Gogurt, I think it was, and my god, it was hilarious. That's not even a drink, though, but it still was funny. All of these wonderful people have links in the show notes on our website, so be sure to check out all those awesome people and what they all do. It's all pretty cool to see the different things that people can do. And it was really fun to work with all these people this week. So everyone, thank you so much. Our website is still hanging out at plumforestpodcast.com, and we added masks along with other Plum Forest Podcast gear so you can show off to all your friends while you're staying safe at the same time. They're super cool and pretty reasonably priced, I'd say. Well, I made them, so yeah. We also added a page where we can show where all of our awesome listeners are around the world. People are sending in photos daily, and they're absolutely amazing. So be sure to check that out when you go to our website. It's called Around the World. Make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at Plum Forest Pod so you don't miss any news that pops up. Like, you know, when we have to do schoolwork instead of make a podcast. And lastly, my main man, T-Fury, gets the shout-out because he is our one and only Patreon member. Woot woo! We will be back next week with a brand new episode, so be sure to follow and subscribe to make sure you are all caught up. Everyone, be sure to take care and stay safe. You just listened to a Where's Kellen production. Nailed it.